a high-tech world where people have ever-increasing courage to sit behind a screen and dole out opinions without consequence, comes three heroes prepared to fight back through the safety of our microphones and digital airwaves. You've got one star for us? Well, we've got three stars for you. Here comes Three Stars Podcast, ready to dish it out. Dave Grohl. There's another one. I'd, have a, I'd make a beer with Dave Grohl. I would oh. fucking hang with Dave Grohl any day. Yeah. You want to be on our podcast? Ryan Reynolds doesn't want to be on our podcast, so. I just think that Ryan Reynolds has not heard what I we have, do yet. I have privately messaged him on Instagram, and none of his public people, marketing people, publicist mm. people have responded back, so... Ryan, you're out. You're out, man. Dave, you're in. Uh, now Ryan's going to come banging down the door. I know. How funny would that be? <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. 2024, here we are. And welcome to Three Stars Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. We do appreciate every single one of you. If this is your first time, your last time, uh, your hundredth time, we, we love that you are here listening to us. We are a podcast that reviews shitty Yelp reviews and make fun of those reviewers at the review's expense. Boy, that's a lot of R's. Man. It's a new year. And we have decided once again with New Year's, we're going to be changing up our episodes, changing up our format. So bear with me if I accidentally slip up or it sounds a little wonky. Um, this is the first episode of of, of the new year, 2024. I am your host, Samantha. I'm here with my fabulous fiance, uh, co-host, Brad. Brad, say hi. Let all acquaintance be forgot for old lang syne. Is that how it goes? I don't even know. Yeah, it is. Yeah? You got oh, it. Wow. No, you got it. <laughs> uh, what is it? Odd lang something. I, it was a trivia question that Tyler and I did not know when he and I went to tap in. What, what the lyrics were? No, or what that song lang syne? is. Odd lang syne. Or old, 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 A-U-L-D. Old. Old lang syne. I, I don't know what zine. it means. It, no, it is. It's, I don't. I'm a Google. I will, it. You Google. I'm it. a Google. Anyways, welcome to our show, folks. Today we're going to be talking about um, a, a restaurant slash brewery slash pool hall that I I know we have mentioned in the past, the Wincoop downtown. And not only are we going to be talking about the Wincoop, we actually have a guest. <laughs> Starting out the new year with a guest with a bang. He was a former manager of the Wincoop. Um, he was the he, former, <laughs> not just a. He's the <laughs> former manager of the Wincoop. He was my favorite. Don't tell Rob. <laughs> Rob doesn't listen, does he? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin, Kevin, welcome to the show. I Hello. almost said special K, but I was like, mm, yeah. So if you've uh, if you've listened to the show before and you've heard me shout out special K, this is special K. Kevin Speck, thank you very much for being here. We do appreciate you. No, thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome. how's how's your year starting out? It's great. Yeah, uh, yeah. I it was a very relaxed celebration of the new year, and I probably had two or three. Too many Negronis, and then oh, you good know, job. Uh, felt really great, you know, starting the new year <laughs> off, and uh, as one does, and no, it's it's been awesome. Good, yeah. good. That's we had awesome. a we had a batch of Negronis that I had done, like I just 
put did a whole bottle so that we could just easily pour them and we were at the end yeah. and samantha decided to pull some trickery by making up some new ones and and challenging me to come up with what was wrong with them not what was wrong with them but what like was different what, what was different yeah and I, I got one thing, well, but there you, were two things. You need, you it was, need to start this, doing this. It was, oh, something's wrong with this. It's different. It's, well, you <laughs> Not need to, wrong. It was actually delicious. You need to start getting back to tasting because you have I the do. bar five test you have to I take in a month. I so, do. Anyways, <clears throat> please make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, sometimes the ticker talkers, hardly the tweeters. I just learned how to do things so we could end up getting... More TikToky. Crazy amazingness on the TikToky. On the TikToky. On the TikToky. Go ahead and leave us a review if you feel brave enough. <laughs> uh, please make sure to hit that subscribe button on any podcast platform that you listen to us all. And go ahead and share. Share, share, share. Sharing is caring. Okay. So just before I say this little tagline of mine, just to let, I mean, you two know, but just to let everybody else know, Coop is actually a Dutch term for bargain or purchasing. So before we coop this beer and entree, we're going to go ahead and start with a drink. Brad. Before we purchase coop. or bargain this beer. An entree. Or before we purchase this yeah. beer and entree. We're going to chug this beer and entree. This is one of the most chuggable <laughs> beers <laughs> that, is, that so I enjoy. Uh, I also consider this my breakfast beer. It is the Milk Stout Nitro from Left Hand Brewing. It is America's Stout. It is. It's, it's, man, I'm a Guinness queen, but this is my second running right yeah. here. So, prost. Cheers. How do you, uh, how do you say cheers in, in, uh, it, wh who, where was Chief Niwot from? Oh, it, which tribe? Arapaho. Arapaho. I yeah. Don't know. How do you, I don't know. Do don't they know. have a cheers? I'm sure they I, do. Yeah, We're going to have to learn it. Yeah. Oh, geez. I drink that so on the good. golf course. At seven o'clock in the morning. That ooh, seven <laughs> in the morning, yes. Not yeah. at not at three in the afternoon, no. Okay. So, <clears throat> Kevin, I'm not quite sure if you. I think you have listened to a few of our. Episodes, I think he's correct? listened to almost every episode. Yeah, I've not caught every single one, but um, season two and on, pretty you're, much every single. You're one. well versed. Yeah. All right. Let, let's um <clears throat> let's talk to Kevin just a little bit about oh. uh, like. We we'll, talked we'll, to our guests. Well, what? yeah, I mean, well, like we're we're already familiar, right? That's true. So, but you guys don't know Kevin. But yeah, but you guys don't know Kevin. So, uh, Kevin originally hails from Indiana, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> because the Hoosiers. Well, because Kevin is like is the child of hippies and and crystal lovers. Which yes, you wouldn't exactly yeah. expect Wait to minute. come okay, out of I Indiana. Get, I didn't know this. Please talk. Tell <laughs> yeah. us about this. Uh, yeah. So the same year I was born, um, my grandparents on my dad's side opened up a, uh, as Brad lovingly put it, a hippie store uh, on the north side of Indianapolis. Um, and um, and then you know, five years later, they, they moved it just a little bit uh, further north. And it's still in that same location today. Uh, and then about five years after that, my dad opened up the practically the exact same store on the south side of Indianapolis. It's a it's a books gift jewelry store. Um, they sell all sorts of crystals and self help healing and uh, just 
positive energy and that's cool and uh and then actually last year my dad just bought my grandmother out so she could retire and now he owns both stores and oh, oh really yeah sweet. oh that's awesome so, what uh, a sweetheart cool. but yeah i mean we just i grew up with a bunch of rocks in my house and um but- we would actually come out here every single like i have been before i moved out here i'd probably been to colorado I don't know, 15, 16 times. Uh, it would come out every summer for the rock and mineral show. Uh, and that's where we bought the majority of our rocks and crystals to wow. sell. Really? Yeah. So um, that's cool. That's yeah. really cool. See, I didn't actually know that. I thought you yeah. were like, ah, screw this hippie shit. I'm out. And you came to Colorado and you're like, crap, hippie shit. Kevin, how long have you been in the service industry and where did you start? Uh, I started in college. Um, I started serving um, and bartending at um, just a, a, a local uh, spot down the street um, from my from my house that I was living at. I think it was my junior year, I think, um, and stayed over the summer um, to just make extra bucks. Um, and that was called Big Woods. Um, shout out Big Woods. Uh, whoop, whoop. Um, and then... After I graduated, I moved to another location uh, that Big Woods had that was uh, by the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, uh, and that's where I actually like learned how to volume bartend a little bit because um, the Indy 500 actually well, crushed. Okay, I mean, all right. Well, I mean, I've seen you behind the bar. <laughs> I, would, I would say like you have some talent for sure, 20, but I don't know about volume. Twenty-three year old, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Well, no, it's it was funny. The first time I ever bartended, I they were just like here. Uh, just like go behind the bar and people were asking drinks. And then I was like, uh, like, they're like, Oh, like I'll have a whiskey Coke. And I was like, I don't, which is, I don't know like, about equal parts or anything like that. I was just like, no, was, like, equal parts. Yeah. Oh shit. No, yeah. I was just like, okay. And they're like, Oh, this is really strong. Here's a I'm shot like, of whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Here's yeah. a shot of whiskey. Coke, and he's dicing yeah. out a line of Coke. No idea. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then after that, I know they, more about crystal than I know about Coke. <laughs> <You're God. laughs> uh, yeah. And then after that, they, um, they put me into a management role and I haven't left management since. So wow. that's crazy to me. I, they got you young. That's what it was. Really they, yeah, they, they got yeah. you before it was too late. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, we can't we can't let him get tainted with money. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's give him responsibility. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they pulled it from me really quick. I was making so much at that Speedway place, like from the the 500, it was insane. And then again, it was the whole like I was like, oh, like salary, this is cool. And, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. And uh, you're so pretty. Yeah. Then I, I ran a brewery for a little while, and then moved out here and run a couple couple of spots, and yeah. Look at that. Yeah. I know. It's uh, it, that's uh, folks, sorry, we have somebody putting in windows in in our house and sorry about the background yeah. noise. Also a former bartender. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> TGF Friday. <laughs> yeah, our house is just full of hospitality industry. My sister's in the back bedroom and she's a former bartender, caterer, yeah. chef. So So wait, wait, how long did you move out here? Yeah, I've how been many here for Three-ish years. Okay. okay. Years, yeah. And how how many years in total of the hospitality industry? Uh, I guess it's been ten. That's a that's a good amount of time. Ten. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, a really good amount of time. And let's really put this into perspective. Uh, Kevin's parents are my age. 
shit. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm 29 and three quarters. So yeah. Oh, you're yeah. still using quarters. Yeah, I like he, that. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Well, That's cute. You know, yeah. Like he's it. gonna he's gonna inch his way to 30. <laughs> is what, <laughs> <laughs> it was actually there. it was really funny because uh, one night at Wincoop, Kevin's mom I think was visiting. And so I was like, yeah, that's Kevin's mother up there. And I like looked and she was, you know, up on the landing, you know, far enough away that my old eyes couldn't quite see great. But I was like, uh, no, Kevin, she looks like she's my age. And he did some quick math. He's like, yeah, actually, she's right around your age. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was great. It's okay because some people start early and some people start later. I mean, you and Janelle didn't have Adrian until you were how old? Oh, I thought you were going to talk about being in the industry. No, <laughs> kids. Yeah, no, I was I was actually about Kevin's age, so 29 we'll- and three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly getting to 30. Um, all right, so... We're going to hold off on asking more personal questions. Uh, We're going to go ahead and jump into an appetizer. I chose one. You are more than welcome to read it or not. It is your call. Uh, One of us will read it, either you, Brad, or I. Um, And we typically, you know, start out with the name of the company, how many stars they have. That's the 3.5 there. Uh, And then the review stars, where it came from, and the day of it. So if you would like to read, you're more than welcome to. If not, no worries. Sure, I'll I'll read this one. Give it a whirl. All right, so we've got Wincoop at a a whopping 3.5 stars, Denver, Colorado. This was um, one of their five-star Yelp reviews from 1023. I came in hungry, stringy from the airport. (laughs) I wanted to try local food, and red port green chili is one staple here in Denver. It came very hot, both spicy and temp, as I like with a period. Fresh wheat tortilla that usually I don't care for, but it was super fresh and very fitting. It was very filling, satisfying, and flavorful. Only one thing. It was my first time trying this dish, it wasn't thick, as I know bean chili to be. It was more soupy. I'm not sure if this is how it's meant to be. Service was attentive, welcoming, and nice. And then there is a picture of Which, that green chili. <laughs> wow. I'm shocked that this is a five-star it, review. Right. It doesn't look... Yeah. yeah. I think... Well, also, they spelled flavorful with a U, so they're... I'm British. Uh, or... Or they could be Canadian, a? or they could be from anywhere else that okay, still puts the wait, U in wait, there. Wait, 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 wait. Don't even go there. Go back to the very beginning. I came hung, hungry, stringy. hungry, stringy from the airport. What the? Yeah. Well, everyone comes stringy from the airport. Because <laughs> they wanted were flying to try so local- fast, they just stretched them out. <laughs> I wanted to try local food and red pork green chili Yes, yeah, like I read that I somewhere. read the book. Red. <laughs> it's that kind of red, folks. Well, it is. No, that's not, they're not saying the color. They're saying like that. They're, the, they're saying that the they way read somewhere. The way it's written, written it looks stupid. I'm, is it supposed to be red pork green chili? Or, or, I mean, just the way. So right out of the well, gate, not even flavorful, but right out of the gate, there's some issues. There's some problems. There's, there's some problems. <laughs> uh, I, okay, and I'm sorry. I figured with this kind of chili, it's not supposed to be a soup. Is that correct? I mean, both of you worked at the coop. Was this chili supposed to be on fries? Was it supposed to be like this is the pork? 
this is the pork green chili. It is usually it's usually soupy. It's a it's something that you smother stuff with. But that's we, what I'm asking. We do it. No, no, we we do our pork green chili as a soup. You do not work there anymore. Sorry, you're right. Did uh, the pork green chili as a soup? Okay, that's really interesting to me because yeah. I go ahead. Yeah, they they did it as a soup. I think eventually they started pouring it on fries and stuff. But no, it, it, I think they always had this just soup as is. That's really strange to me because usually a pork green chili is some sort of smother. Right. I would think. Yeah, no. I mean, everywhere I've worked in the state of Colorado. No, a lot of places do it wow. as as a soup. And Wincoop is one of those places. Look and at the coop they, to be and they do get, you know, I, I don't know about, you know, Yelp and Google reviews, but it the, the customers rave about the green chili. The ones who know green chili, who like green chili. And this is what's her name's recipe, isn't it? Uh, yeah. What's her <laughs> name? The, uh, the main I wish I prep. Had that look. Um, it's uh, Rwanda. L- line. Line. <laughs> uh, no, that's my line. Nice try. <laughs> I'm the actor. I'll, this I'll, is the. Re- it starts with it starts with an E. Edwina. Esperanza. Esper- no. no. Esmeralda. That's Esmeralda. Esmeralda. No. Aspired to be Esquire. Angelina. Oh, what's that actress in that movie? And then you just yell a bunch of different actresses. Yeah. That's wrong. Yeah. yeah. This is um, this is I'll the recipe of, it, of the of the main prep cook who's been okay. there. Who's been almost there almost since it opened? Right. N- There's somebody who's been there almost since it opened. Over yes. twenty. She's been there for twenty. No. Three, 24 years. Oh, in at least no forking. Shut the front simultaneously door. Simultaneously in five or six different roles in the kitchen. If you yeah. go by your social security number. <laughs> 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 uh, so the little background: these gentlemen have a hate-hate relationship with the wing coop. I mean, we a both bit used love. to love it. Yeah, a little bit yeah. of love. Uh, but yeah, that comment was more of the the dig at yeah. the coop and the shenanigans that goes on behind the scenes. So where the review is concerned yep and with the <laughs> and with the green chili yes it is generally considered a soup and they did end up That's strange like they smothered me. fries with it occasion like on on or one of the menus or nachos, something like that nachos if i wanted it on the nachos yeah, i could ask for it right that's just really strange to me um yeah as and a, the, as a soup and, and people who have never been to colorado or or you know to the west or the southwest and don't understand green chili versus that traditional red bean red chili bean, yeah chili um this is they're two completely different things well in my mind too i still think when i hear chili i still think the red bean with beef chili the hearty chili and sure. so um while i'm reading port green chili my brain, for some strange reason, knows what pork green chili is, but I'm still thinking of the chili that she's apparently thinking of. And this is a female who wrote this. Um, so that is interesting. Yeah, it is. Uh, so it is how it's meant to be. She says, I'm not sure if this is how it's meant to be. It cool. is. Um, and we we were laughing about this right before we started recording because there is a picture of the green chili. <laughs> green chili just does not photograph no, well. It doesn't. Especially. Somebody should do that. The, especially the way <laughs> this is done. Well, usually, usually the <laughs> the way it's supposed to have been presented is with the tortilla kind of sitting a in fresh it, wheat tortilla. and then you would usually have cheese on it, and that makes it look more they appetizing. They sprinkled the the tortilla chips, the little thin 
um Oh, they did that? Yeah. Crispy tortilla chips? Yeah, they weren't strips? Tor- tortilla? The strips, yeah. Tortilla chips? Tortilla. I thought they used to, maybe I'm thinking of a different place they used to work. I thought uh. that they would serve it with a with a warm flour tortilla, like kind of half in it. No? Well, I don't know. She says a fresh wheat tortilla that usually I don't care for, but it was super fresh and very fitting. Um, How fresh are the tortillas there, Kevin? <laughs> they're They're made daily. Are they? Well, you can say heat, the truth. No, they're, they're, I mean, they're heated from a, they pull them out of a bag. Out of a bag. Yeah. yeah. And, and they just throw them on the. Right. There I'm just go. saying, like, they're not made in They're house. not made fresh. No, right. no, no, the tortillas are not. Well, I mean, yeah. it's lovely, though, that she thinks they were made fresh. Someone told me the other day that they discovered evidence that the first tortillas were made 10,000 years ago. I wouldn't be surprised. I really yeah. wouldn't. Yeah, that, I, I can see that. Yeah. I, like, Seems like a long. I mean, they made a movie called Ten Thousand BC, and I don't remember them making tortillas. You didn't see tortillas. tortillas? Yeah, I didn't. Oh. Yeah, Jack Black was not eating tortillas in that. Yeah. I don't think that was Ten Thousand BC. That was uh, year, oh, year one. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Yeah, don't worry. But also, he was not <laughs> eating tortillas in that movie. That was uh, not Libre. He was. That was yeah. Jack Black yeah. and Michael Cera. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Um, okay, so this <laughs> this review, despite its grammatical errors and spelling issues, um, you guys say it's, I mean, it's not a five star. It really isn't. Because the very last thing she says is service was attentive, welcoming, and nice. Well, c- can you elaborate? Can you give me more detail? All she talked about, and as we all know, this I've repeated this several times throughout our podcast. A five-star Yelp review is to have detail, pictures, uh, grammar, and punctuation correct. Or proper, I should say. Proper grammar and punctuation. It's all supposed to talk about the ambiance of the restaurant yeah, or it needs service. To, it needs to and, hit more marks. And the, uh, I think there were five. And the 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 servers or the barber or the car mechanic how they interact. Oh, I was like, I don't think Wincoop has barbers. No, I'm just saying in general. That's what Yelp has stated. Come in for some green chili and a fresh cut. And a fresh cut. <laughs> yeah, we'll get your beard waxed really nicely. Um, Especially if you're a beer snob, that yeah. would actually would have been really funny. Is if we <laughs> if we would have thought to do that as a promo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh There's a hair in my food. There's supposed to be. <laughs> Uh, So, yeah, no, this is definitely not a five-star review. Uh, I like the picture. It's not a very pretty picture. No, and I don't think that... I don't think that the review itself is, like... If you find something wrong, if you find fault with a place, right? Five is perfection, Uh right? And while I definitely hate to ding places for no reason, if you have any sort of problem at all... How do you say that it's worth perfection? Right. Right? Like, I would give this a one-star review, honestly. Yeah, I would say that... I mean, I I like that there is a picture, but that picture is not selling me on this was a five-star experience. Yeah, and I wouldn't eat that chili, honestly. Here it is. This... (laughs) Right? No, it looks like someone (laughs) just, like... And I'm sorry to be, yeah, like I'm sorry to be, (laughs) I was going to apologize for being vulgar, but it looks like someone like drank too much beer and then threw it up back into the bowl. Yeah, it doesn't look that pretty. Kevin, Uh, what do you think? Yeah. I, I, from, from the person who has to read all of the reviews all of the time, it's so hard to give it a one star because I'm like, oh, 
At least it's five stars. Uh. <laughs> sure, absolutely. But as far as a review is concerned, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's not great at all. Uh, I I'd, I'd probably give it a one. Yeah. I so point five. <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't do quarters or halves I mean, here. It's we, not your birthday. We, we could. That could be a change up. <clears throat> so we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of wondering what this lady was thinking, why she gave it a five star, when, I you know, I'm she said the tortillas were fresh and it you know fitting, but almost towards the end she says it wasn't thick as I know to being chili to be and it was more soupy, so that's kind of a negative there. Well, let let's just. Go back to what we think we might know of her from the word flavorful with uh. a U, <laughs> that she could be from the UK. Or Canada. And if you've ever had food in the UK, uh, they have then no you would know that this is probably the best meal she's probably, ever eaten. Yeah, probably right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. Fine. Be that way. One star all around. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into the main course. Who wants to take the main course? I'll do it. Okay. Uh, also, Wincoop, which what do you know? still <laughs> has 3.5 stars <laughs> overall. Um, this is a three-star Yelp from 4 of 2023. I came here after an avalanche game with some beer flights and a quick bite to eat. What? I don't get that. You came with the beer you flights? You came with the beer flights? You're not allowed to have outside <laughs> food and beverage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was kind of late in the night, but the bar area was, for the most part, pretty full. The service was great, and the beers I tried were tasty. I ordered their loaded green chili fries. There you go. There's green chili. Yep. Smothered uh, on the fries. It was supposed to come with white queso, green chili, cotija, lime crema, and cilantro. Wow, this person really paid attention to the menu. Yeah. The queso looked yellow and was lukewarm. The crema tasted like regular crema. Didn't. Didn't not get any citrus <laughs> in the dish, and I didn't not see or taste cotilla cheese. I'm not exactly sure how all these items would have altered this dish, but what I received was delicious. Definitely very filling. I, I couldn't not finish this. What is with this person? <laughs> Oh, this is actually intentional, maybe? I couldn't not finish this dish and usually finish my plates. So, no, that was not that intentional. Was, that was... <laughs> this is definitely a place I can not... No. This is definitely a place I can see myself returning to next time I'm in town. And there are pictures. And there are pictures. Okay. All right. That ended abruptly. I thought it was going to continue because there was a comma and then no period. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I'm... yeah, pictures of the beer flight that they came with. And, <laughs> and the green chili fries that they came with. I, Maybe this is a Canadian. I don't know. This is a three-star review, and a part of me says, yeah, decent for three stars. The other part of me, no, because you talked all about the fries, which is great, but you have a picture of your beers, right. and you didn't say one word about the beers, word, especially uh, from a brewery. Right. Um, yeah. I'm trying to zoom in and I can't even see what kind of beers they are. It looks like we've got a hazy IPA, some other IPA, maybe a dark IPA and a lager. Yeah. Can you guys make any of that out? Well, I'm thinking that that's probably Patty's over on the right. Um, that's a, I don't know. I don't know what these other ones necessarily would be there. That hazy one could be, they were doing a whole 
series of hazy beers. And that's probably the one that they stuck with. So as far as the review goes, I honestly, I would give it. Oh, it is Patty's. I can read that can one. Can you see the P-A-D-D? Yep. That's what I thought it was, but I didn't want to assume. I didn't want to assume. Um, the the grammar <laughs> didn't and didn't not, didn't not. You, that whole guys, double negative thing yeah, kept throwing me off. <laughs> please review, reread your, your, your reviews before you post them, please. Just for our please. sake. It's yeah. easier for us to read them on the air. It's and all about us. Make fun of you <laughs> if we can read it properly. <laughs> the service was great and the beers I tried were tasty. You need to elaborate more. You need to elaborate more like you did with these fries. So much that you really did pay attention to the menu. Green chili, cotilla, lime crema, and cilantro. The queso looked yellow um, and was lukewarm. Let's take a look. Yep, your queso is yellow. If it specified white queso, then yeah, Wincoop did wrong. They they didn't didn't they didn't not do it right. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> there is no cotilla cheese. There is crema. It looks like sour cream, and it's supposed to be what citrus? Yeah, lime crema. I think it was lime. So I mean, uh, you wouldn't necessarily be able to see the color difference, but you should be able to taste taste it. Taste it. So you know the detail that the that you put into your fries. Dear sir, you need to do with your service and your beers. The beers were tasty. Great. Right. This this left-hand milk stout is tasty. Why is it one of my favorite stouts? Because it's easy to drink. There's hardly any bitter on the back end. It has a nice roasty malt on the front end, and it's light. You don't feel full and heavy. There's your detail. It's tasty. Yeah. See the difference? Yeah. I mean, Folks? I mean, you could even say, like, I don't know. Just saying the beers were good is is just not. It's not good. Good enough. Enough. Yeah, a, a little bit of why. Kevin, do you have anything? To yeah, I would have liked to get a little bit more about the um, the service and honestly, like the like the ambiance or anything like that. Um, Where were you sitting? I mean, from these pictures, we know. Yeah. Who took care of you, a yeah. bartender or a server? So let me actually ask this a little bit more specifically because, Kevin, you had to read, like, every review, essentially. Or am I right? Like, anywhere that you work or the GM of, you're having to look at all of the reviews and sometimes be the one who responds. Um, what do you hope a guest leaves in terms of – like obviously you want to see those five stars and and whatnot because just out of the gate that's going to boost your overall rating and your bosses will be happy with you. But what do you hope to see as someone who's got to run a business from these reviews, or do you just wish that they would all just fucking go away? <laughs> <laughs> well, so there's that. There is that. Um, I think I think for me, like I I don't necessarily need to hear about the positives like that that's where i'm like like for me it's like all right the service was great mm. the beers i tried were tasty cool i assume that i'm going to assume with the best intentions that the the service was good and the beer was great if you didn't say anything where i really lose my mind is when someone says like i had a really terrible time the food was really bad and then they leave no details mm. and it's that that to me is like okay now i i i need the details or like why leave the review at all like yeah. if you're just coming on here to complain like fine but i i want to i want to hear those details like hey i i do appreciate in this review that he 
they talked about what they were disappointed with with the fries so that I can either validate or kind of invalidate, well, it's supposed to be like this or it's not supposed to be like this. Or it's not supposed to be like this. Like, how did we screw that up? Like, right. what did we do? That that I really appreciate. Um, but it's also, from my perspective, because like, I read through every single one of them, I don't need all the compliments all the time. That's where the, the star rating kind of comes in. It's like if you really wanted to leave a compliment and you didn't have anything specific to add about a negative review, either don't leave a review in the first place. I just assumed you had a good time. It was adequate. Or, you, you know, tell me why you didn't have a good time so that I can try and make that better for make the better. next time. Um, so are you yeah. good with are you good with five stars and nothing written? I mean, of course. Okay. <laughs> I, well, I'm, no, I'm just wondering. I mean, like that, because to us, we see that and we're like, great. Why? Right. And that's, but that's from a standpoint of if I'm looking for someplace to go and I just see five stars, like maybe this person just liked the placement of the bathrooms. Right. And that, and that's all it was. But from a business manager or owner standpoint, sometimes it's, you're saying like, yeah, absolutely. Just, just give me the stars. Well, because I, I think so often, I think the very first, what's the very first thing that you see, you don't see the reviews in detail. You just see the stars. So what happens is a lot of times if you're going to review, you didn't give a two, three, or four star. I think those are a lot rarer to see. You either gave five stars or you gave one star. And you could have had a very small problem that could have been solved by simply going, hey, like, can I talk to your manager? Or like, hey, this was – and then, but you left a one-star review and you didn't give the business an opportunity to make any sort of correction. Mm-hmm. And then it shows up at – but, but – all it does is show up as a one-star review for the business. Or you just left a five-star review. And again, okay, if you left a five-star review, great. I'm glad all these things were great. If you want to leave the details, love that. Absolutely love that. Um, I do love when people leave the super detailed list because then when people do get to that second step of, oh, well, let me get more into detail about why they are a 4.3 or a 3.5 star, then they're reading those things. And Mm -hmm. obviously we want them to read the more detailed positives I don't know, you know, not necessarily with restaurant reviews, but like with beer reviews where people walk in and they're like, oh, like I don't really drink IPAs, but this one doesn't taste right. Two stars. It's like, well, you're not educated on IPAs in the first place. So why are you putting two stars on it? If they're going to leave a review, I do want the details about what was wrong. If they're going to leave a negative review, if they're going to do anything less than five stars, then what was it that went wrong? Right. And if they had a good time, fine. But but if they're leaving a review to to say something negative, give me the short and sweet and then tell me why. But that's simply because I just have to read all of them. That's kind of why I feel that. Yeah, way, I get it. Okay. And that's actually really great constructive feedback. Because I mean, we always look at it the other <clears throat> way. We do. If you're going to leave five stars and that's it, leave it blank. Like Brad had said, why? Why is this five stars? Tell me, give me some sort of... Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why. If you're going to leave a one star, why? Don't leave a blank. Um, I I think, you know, I think constructive criticism as a review writer uh, is a lost art on a lot of people. But I think it's extremely essential because that allows you as the manager to or the owner 
to to say okay so yeah you're right we didn't put a white queso on your your loaded cheese fries and we didn't have cotilla cheese on there and the crema well it actually it is lime crema you know you would taste it but it does look like regular sour cream you know how can we change that as a company as a business um so i think that's i think that's a good different way to look at the you know reviews mm-hmm. com- compared to how we've always looked at them. And can I go back to something that you said really quickly, which was a lot of this could have been fixed right on the spot. Correct, and you you <laughs> yeah. did you, you you said it, and right. that's the whole point is you shouldn't even have to go to leave a Yelp if you just went to the manager or the owner themselves and said, hey, this didn't come out right. No, I don't I don't want a refund. I ate it all. It was still good. But if you're going to advertise it this way on the menu, then it needs to be presented this way in front of me. And I would I would never be left like wanting to pull my hair out from a situation like that. Even even if that that person I I feel like was totally wrong, at least they like said like they grabbed me, they said something and I can take care of it there like where it can be taken care of mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah. And then it's done. Then, yeah. Then Handled. it's done. Yep. And if they want to write a review, let's hope that they put in. I spoke with the manager. The manager, you know, apologized, blah, 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 gave me a free drink pog, a token, whatever. I'll be back in. Right. And that's well, the whole point. And that that to me is like the mind-blowing thing is, is at that point, you don't even have to leave a review unless mm. you feel the need to let people know what happened. What services. But then... It, but then the the upside for business owners is it is if you write out this review and you then say and I spoke to the manager I mean that to me is if they were going to leave a three star maybe now they're going to leave a four star because they spoke to the manager unless the manager was a jerk but which has happened you know, sure and of course people are going to do whatever the worst possible thing is that they will do but it at the very least also gives the business opportunity to come back on in a response and say, so you spoke to our manager on the spot and our manager came and talked to you and, you know, whatever kiss ass thing they want to say at that point. But at least we know that a manager spoke to you and, you know, we plan on remedying the situation going forward. Blah, 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 plan blah, on blah. remedying the situation? Remedying. Oh, there you are. Remedializing. I, I gotcha. think a lot of like, one star like super negative reviewers do get themselves in trouble though because they don't talk to a manager then they write it on there and then the business and i think we're seeing it more often now where like managers and businesses are coming back with a little bit more like attitude and being like yeah. no listen here like and and if you had just simply talked to us yeah. the day of this wouldn't have been once again something you could have told me yesterday right. yeah thank you <laughs> It's one of my favorite Adam Sandler quotes. <laughs> Wedding singer. You're absolutely right. Uh, I, I don't think this is a three-star three review. I would give it, honestly, a, a one or a two. But that's just me. Um, I, I would give it a, a two out of our three because I do, like, the, obviously there are some grammatical issues in this. <laughs> but, I mean, look, they – they may have written the review right there on the spot. If they didn't, then they must have taken a picture of the menu description because they remembered everything that was supposed to be included in this dish. Yep. Um, and that they included that level of detail does, you know, say something. And I think that the pictures actually are. They look good. Know, they they look they look good, and they they do prove the point about the the or some of the point anyway about the chili fries. Mm-hmm. 
I would totally have some of those chili fries right now. Kevin, what do you think? Yeah, if it weren't for the the grammar, I'd give it three stars just from where I would be sitting and reading it. But because of all the grammar, I don't really know, did they get citrus or did they actually taste the cotilla cheese? But, um, yeah, two stars. Well, they didn't not. They didn't not. They didn't not. (laughs) So I'm didn't not giving two stars. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not not going to not give it. That's about a 1.666 all around. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be having some milk stout with Brad on happy hour. Ah! Grab around for the three stars crew. Gather around and let the good times brew. Raise a glass and let the laughter fill the room. It's the Three Stars Podcast Happy Hour. We are sipping on the finest, finest of brews. Letting all our worries and stress just slide right out of you. It's the Three Stars Podcast Happy Hour. Let's get our drink on. Welcome back to Three Stars Podcast. It is one of my favorite times of the show, segments of the show. Happy hour. Brad, what are we drinking today? As I mentioned before, we are drinking the Milk Stout Nitro from Left Hand Brewing. And I don't know if we talked about it in the half shot that we did with Kevin or if we have we even mentioned Kevin is the current GM of the Left Hand Brewing Rhino Eats and Drinks in Rhino, the Rhino District of Denver, right next to Mission Ballroom. And you went there after Wincoop. I mean, so you have you have like brewery after brewery after brewery as your as the mainstay of your career. So it's safe to say that you probably know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'd I'd say so within within reason. Okay. So name that tribe. No. So (laughs) Arapaho. So um this beer has it has probably is it safe to say it is the flagship beer of Left Hand? It's the beer the house was built on. Okay. Really? I thought Sawtooth would be. I mean, Sawtooth is the OG, but like this is what like made Left Hand like wow. what it is. When do you know do you remember when this beer was released? Mm, I don't off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, I didn't want to like spring that on you, but I just actually realized that something that I read talked about this other milk stout being the first milk stout brewed in the U.S. and it was in '95, and I know that Left Hand started in '93, so I wasn't sure when exactly uh, they they started doing their their milk stout nitro, um, and I would say I I don't know this for a fact. But if you're looking at Left Hand's website and their story and their awards, they're probably the or close to the winningest brewery in the U.S. and maybe even worldwide. Maybe not worldwide. I don't know. In terms of between bronze, silver, and gold medals, 
they have got an insane number of metals, right? I mean, just the just the Milk Stout Nitro alone has over 30 metals, I think. Wow. Yeah. One, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen times three is thirty-nine. Mm-hmm. So they have thirty-nine metals between across bronze, silver, and gold just for the Milk Stout Nitro. And then the Sawtooth Amber has like 10. Yeah. Wow. So, right. That's an insane number. And and Sawtooth just won another medal. Yeah, just won gold this year. Yeah, Yeah. won gold at GABF this year. So good. Yeah. And, oh, they're good juju. I didn't even know good juju had been around as long as it had because I don't think I had tried it until somewhere around like 2018, 2019. But it's been around for a really long time. Yeah, it's one of those recipes they they bring back and then they take off for a while and they bring back and yeah, that's yeah. smart. And that one that one a gold at the United States Beer Tasting Championship back in two thousand seven. I mean, there's just you go down their list and it so many beers just nonstop awards. This one, however, is it's easily my favorite beer that Left Hand does. Uh, their one of their biggest claims to fame was that they actually started bottling the nitro without the little widget. Widget, yes. <laughs> I I forgot what it was called. I'm looking yes. at it right now. Oh, okay. Widget, yes. Which in 2011, lot, which a lot of other nitro stouts do, right? Guinness started doing it and and whatnot. Um, is the the can has a widget or does not? The can does not have a does widget not. either. Right. And I didn't know how to properly pour this beer when I was pouring it right. So Kevin actually told me, he's like, nope, you got to pour it hard and fast, just straight Flip upside, upside down. Because that gets you, you know, your your nitrogen bubbles. Um, what is it? The water? What do they call it? The waterfall? The cascade. The cascade. cascade. Yeah. So this is, um, I mean, it, it's got chocolate notes, so it's dark <laughs> roasty notes. Do you know, can you tell us what it is that makes a milk stout a milk stout? Like, why is it called a milk stout versus a dry a stout. Irish stout or something like that? It's the lactose sugar that they, they use, um, which just is what makes it makes it a milk stout. So in other beers, you would use different sugars. Um, in a milk stout, you just use lactose. And lactose is uh, milk. It's a, Essentially, right? It's a fatty, yeah, it's an acid. It's a fatty acid, I'm pretty sure. But it's, it, you know, you're lactose intolerant, you can't do milk. And this beer has, and Samantha was was pointing out the bottle, has 25 IBUs. Um, and so that lactose, correct me if I'm it's, wrong. It's a sugar. Yes, it is a sugar. That lactose doesn't, um, doesn't get gobbled up by yeast so easily, right? Correct. And so then since it doesn't, would it, does it make it less alcoholic? Does it make the beer, I mean, it's still 6%. But it's not getting eaten by yeast, so you're not getting. Yeah, I that would have to. You'd really be going into like the gravity of how how much uh, how much sugar you're putting in um, would would really affect that more. But because it's not getting gobbled up, then it's going to retain sweetness. <laughs> what gobbled? Gobbled. gobbled. <laughs> yes. gobbled. I'm thinking really. of um, 
Pac-Man. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be- because <laughs> for those that have never brewed beer before, this is how it works. <laughs> it gets gobbled up. <laughs> Actually, that would be a great like uh, a, a great little video to make a little training tool. Like this is yeast. <laughs> <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Um, so it'll it retains its sweetness though because it's not it's not mingling the same way. Right, and that's that's something that you know when we're pouring it, we we make sure you know for people that have ever tried it before. Hey, this isn't your traditional stout. Like a milk stout is going to have a sweeter sweeter taste to it, um, and then and then obviously the difference between like a CO two like a, a original milk stout versus the nitro is going to have a much different like palate feel as well. Right. So, and that's something about uh, Left Hand is they do a lot of their beers in nitro versions and CO2 versions. And this is one of them. This is available as a CO2 version. Um, do you think is the the palette obviously is going to be different. CO2 is going to provide a hell of a lot more bubbles. Um, but do you think that there's also, is there a difference in flavor? I did I should have gotten the the CO2 one as uh so oh, com- oh a comparative I yeah. I notice it less I mean I think it's a little bit n- noticeable with the milk stout CO2 versus milk stout nitro but I think the real um the one that's super obvious is the peanut butter so they mm. do a, they they do a peanut butter milk stout so um and they do a CO2 and a nitro and um that's the one that I always recommend. I was like, you need to do this nitro. It is, it's so smooth. much better. It, yeah, it's smooth. It's creamy, just like peanut butter would be. Right. Um, and it just, yeah. <laughs> or, you got or, or, chunky, you hope it's not chunky. Crunchy, <laughs> chunky, or smooth and creamy. Yeah. CO2 uh, and NO2. I, I grew up in a, a Jeff Smooth household. Oh, so, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it, uh, that that's one that's it's so like the obvious it's so obvious mm. um and it's just it's i mean the nitro is belvedere and and uh it, i don't know it just it is smoother it is smoother it's really anything on nitro even like an ipa on nitro is just it's butter it well, really they started is. doing those uh, i not that um not that left hand started doing it but people started doing those milkshake ipas which are basically like nitro ipas mm-hmm and they just they kind of look especially when you first pour them they look like a Boddington's right oh gosh i like Boddington's yeah it's good i stuff. really like Boddington's. Boddington's i haven't good. had one in forever all right back to yeah milk but stout, no though. so <laughs> no of course um but this beer and i was i was doing a little bit of googling about what makes what makes a stout a stout what make you know and a lot of people i i love when someone says you know they go to order beer and like, what ales do you have? And they don't like they consider stouts to be anything else than when they ask you what lagers or what ales you have. And when they someone says what ales do you have, and if you said, you know, I've order got the <laughs> yeah, I've got the nitro milk stout or any kind of stout, I, people really don't understand, you know, the difference that that basically all beers fall into lagers and ales, and you know, and that this one or stouts in particular are a type of ale. So mm-hmm. I was just googling around, and I found something. And this is this this is not a, necessarily about the lager ale uh, conversation, but I came across a food and wine article 
from not that long ago, from April of 2023, about everything you need to know about Milk Stout and seven to try. And number one on that list on food and wine is the Nitro Milk Stout. Huzzah! Boop, boop. Did you know that, that that was out there? I did not. Yeah, I was I was blown away because, I mean, we're in Colorado. We're proud of our beer. And, you know, Left Hand is not that old. It's 30 years old. And, you know, Food and Wine is is a big deal publication out there. And to be number one on their list of ones that you have to try, I thought was really impressive. That is impressive. You must be really happy to work for that company. I'm so proud. <laughs> yeah. Dad, look at me now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't have like a, a whole lot more, I mean, on this because I... I'm actually going to wait until we get uh, Brewer Todd on to, to uh. talk about specific beer styles and mm-hmm. such. Um, but I guess just to just to sum up, this is one of my favorite beers. It is what I consider to be the when I'm not in the mood for beer, I can I can. Ooh, there's, there's things breaking down there. <laughs> um, when I'm not in the mood for beer or like not not even when I'm not in the mood for beer, like I can always have one of these and feel really good about it, right? Like even if I don't want a beer, I'm like I'm going to drink this beer because it tastes so good it's and so it's good. so smooth. Yeah, It doesn't give you like, because it's nitro, it doesn't give you all like that really like full bubbly, bubbly heavy, bloaty, yeah. heavy, heavy, yep. heavy feeling. Mm-hmm. And it is um, because of the lactose, it is sweeter than Guinness. It doesn't mm-hmm. have as many IBUs, I don't think. I think Guinness is more bitter. I think Guinness is is like 70 or 80 IBUs or 50 IBUs. It, it's a lot more bitter. And that this one, this is good for breakfast, lunch, dinner. So, yeah. yeah. It complements a lot of things. It's, it is... Yummy, yummy, yummy. Yeah. And it's great, like, yeah. like if you're like, uh, I'm just going to have one beer. I got to chug it and run. Yeah. It goes down so it's fast. Really it's really easy. <laughs> it is. Um, so Guinness has 50 IBUs. 50, okay. And Milk Stout is only 25. So, yeah, that's, I can definitely taste, and I love Guinness. I'm a Guinness fiend. Uh, but Milk Stout is, it's, it's right up there with Guinness. And as far as, like you said, it's a quick drink that you can slam quickly and it's smooth and it's a dark beer. So you would think it'd be heavy and hard to just guzzle down. No, it's really easy. And there's no bitterness on the aftertaste, which I, I love about the milk stout because I'm not a huge bitter fan at all. Almost every bar where I've worked uh, has had milk stout instead of guinness the milk stout nitro from left hand instead of guinness except maybe one or two and it it's really funny to see the guinness fiends come in like do you have guinness like no i actually have a better nitro stout if you would like to try the and the look on their face like i don't want to do anything other than what i like Mm -hmm. and then they have one and you know Uh that they're loving it yeah but they won't admit no. that they're loving it. <laughs> I really enjoy Milk Stout in the DBC Bloody Marys. Uh, oh. For all of our locals here, yeah. D- D- Denver Biscuit Company, they have a Bloody Mary. They put 
what like a quarter yeah they yeah they top their bloodies with uh with the milk stout with the milk stout it's really good it's really good it adds a nice little twist dbc being denver biscuit company not denver beer co did i say denver beer co you said dbc i just want to make sure everybody knows it's denver biscuit it is denver biscuit company (laughs) not denver beer co although that is another great brewery as well Mm -hmm. um but but having the milk stout in your bloody mary phenom and it's again, it's not bitter, so there's no bitter, weird aftertaste with your Bloody Mary. It's great. Oh, yep. That's really I've good. Never tried that. Sounds, you, yeah. you should go to DBC. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a slice of pizza, pizza, pizza from the Atomic Cowboy, and have a Bloody Mary. Mm. Okay, thank you for that. Happy hours, you. One left desserts. Kevin, do you want to read it? Sure. All right, Wincoop, um, <coughs> three point five stars. Denver, Colorado, one star. Yup, uh, this is eight twenty three. Really wanted to like this place. Came here uh, with bunch amazing business people. It was bad customer service. Food was awful, and drinks were very plain, boring. Yeah. <laughs> Delta plain, plain. Plain being P L A N E in this particular spirit instance. plain. Very plain, boring <laughs> week. It was hot inside. They should fix air. Ambiance was okay. We left to McGregor Square. <laughs> Much nicer. Square. We left to McGregor Square. Much nicer. Just leave it at Square. square. Uh, I would not recommend this place. Really awful. I don't think they went enough into detail. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> I fully believe this. Other than I don't know that their business people were amazing. Um, but I will tell you, I think that the food often left a lot to be desired. desired. Uh, their drinks in my opinion were, were often just what can we execute easily? And I had, I took issue with, with the drink menus that they would release. Not Um, when Cabin was there though. No. Oh, well, well, (laughs) actually like part of it was, I think. I think the first drink menu I did wasn't too shabby, but then they took. took yeah, but everything. that right, but then they they're like, oh, this is nice. Thank you for your input. Now we're going to do, do what we do want. We want to do right, and then they would never take into consideration things like what size glassware we have and what the measurements are that they would want to like. Oh, we're gonna. You've got you've got a, a fourteen ounce glass. Well, we're gonna give you eight ounces worth of cocktail, right? Dumb shit like that. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Yeah. Um, And this was in August. It was hot inside. They should fix the air. Kevin, what did we do to, quote, unquote, fix the air? You open the windows, you know? You let more steam and hotness come in. It was an average temperature of 86 degrees in the summertime in the the pool hall hall area. Oh, close Uh, the blinds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You. That's what we would do. You would close the blinds on this side. We. I think Kevin went out and bought eight swamp coolers, <gasps> eight port, portable swamp coolers. Wow. Uh, two for downstairs, three for downstairs, and the other was would get moved around. Never enough upstairs. But even so, you're talking about. I think we would put three or four of these swamp coolers upstairs. So now it's just humid. Because it's like now instead of eighty six degrees, it's eighty one degrees, and, and it humidity was humidity of hundred. Yeah, I mean you're just up there sweating, 
and they had two air conditioning units, three air conditioning units upstairs. Three, but one was always broken. One was always yeah. broken. Yeah. And they were absolutely not intended to cool such a large space. No, it was like for like a you know, 15 by 15 room is what they were designed for. Right. Like, just like a little like PDR or something like that. And it was yeah. <laughs> and we're talking, floor. and we're talking like what? 15 foot ceilings, 18 foot ceilings. And I mean, probably what was it up there? 4,000, 5,000 square feet. At least. Yeah. At least. Yeah. yeah. And it was just hot as balls up there. Okay. So I know we discussed in our half shot, the cost of running a restaurant and really breaking down that it takes a lot of money mm -hmm. to run your restaurant. How long has the coop been around? Well, they're the oldest. Uh, they're uh, the oldest brew pub. Brew, brew, brew pub in, in Denver. Um, uh, they've been they, around since they just had their 35th, 33rd. Something like that. They're a couple years older than left hand. Yeah, they opened in like uh, 90. Oh, no, 1988. 1988. Yeah, see what happens yeah. when they, they <laughs> when made it past their five year mark and then some. Right. You would think that the higher ups of this business, who I have nothing nice to say about, and I'm <laughs> going to keep my mouth shut, but you would think that the owners and the CEO of this establishment would fork out. I forgot politicians. And politicians, I'm sorry, former governor, would fork out a few thousand dollars to make this a hospitable environment for their guests. First and foremost, when within the hospitality industry, customer service is number one. And making sure your guests are happy and they return is number one. But not only that, making sure that your employees who bring in help bring in that business. Oh, they don't give a shit about employees. Right. I'm sorry, but a lot Keep, of a lot of businesses don't think they of their don't. employees first. No, they don't. But you you would think after being around for thirty some years, they would they would get some actual AC units on the roof there. And it's just sad and disgusting how greed is the first and foremost thought. Of this company. Oh, you modified your T-shirt because it's ninety-five degrees upstairs. That's a write-up. Like oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Sarah used to redesign all of her T-shirts. She would cut, cut them the up, and off. Yeah. cut the yeah, sleeves off. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Strips in the back and different things, you know, like to to do fun stuff. And yeah, that that was a big that was a big no-no. And that's another funny thing about that place mm. is they will constantly spend money on branding. But they won't put a dime into into the AC situation. That's a shame. I'm sure if those ladies in their corporate office had to work in the heat that you guys have worked in, there would definitely be some changes at the Wincoop. Well, it used to be colder, you know, 20 years ago when they used to run it. So, uh, yeah. but yes, but their office in Cherry Creek, I'm sure, is very <laughs> hospitable. I'm for sure them. it's very nice. It's very nice. Um, that's actually something because there was supposed to be a remodel. <laughs> and I supposed. don't remember why exactly that got shot down, but it was something like over budget and then it, but it wasn't right. Like it was, they, they thought it was, they paid for like a $3 million <laughs> estimated remodel and the guy came back with like a $10 million or something. Yeah. It, it's a lot more 
in depth, which n- none of us have time for. But like it was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, that is correct. They they did like a three million, uh, and then when they came in back with it, they they basically it was like a ten million dollar. Hey, here's here's what you wanted. It's ten million dollars. Oh, well, we can't do all that. And then they got delayed, and, uh, and that was because of historical stuff. But then I th- I think they just nixed it and they put it into the brand new location that they're opening up, which is their. Uh, which is another cherry cricket, right? Right. So I think they've nixed all of the renovations at this point. That's such a bummer. And now I understand the historical issues because it really right. is a pain in the ass to remodel any historical land site. I mean, it is. But oh yeah, because they usually don't even want you to. They touch don't want it. you to touch anything. But this is this is you can your bartenders on a hot game day when you have max capacity, if not more, hundreds of bodies upstairs, downstairs, you're running around with no AC to keep everybody cool. Somebody, there could be a lawsuit at hand and the higher ups just don't seem to give a shit. When you have Todd on, I want you to ask him about his office and oh, if he is terrified that to. one day a bartender is going to fall into it from the bar upstairs. Oh, that's right. Because he yeah. would he would come in and he like like stuff would papers like recipes his computer would be just ruined because the bar from upstairs would just have leaked oh, into his no. office. Yeah, it's it's gotta oh, be yeah, we're it's like have on. tile and then just like cardboard at this point like from underneath like a, yep. someone's gonna fall through. Yeah, boy, they're just it's a time bomb. I, I'm I telling you, gents, it's a ticking they, time bomb. They did some plumbing fixes back there. Yeah. They definitely did not fix the floor. <laughs> but while while I was there after you had left, they did do some plumbing fixes to stop the leaking. I'm sure that was just that doesn't duct mean tape. that that wood's not all rotted to shit. Yeah. But yeah. All right, check please. Did we learn anything today? Mm, Kevin likes crystal miners. M I N E R S, not O R S. Well, I I will say this, and I mean, I know that we've talked about this many times before, but it's funny, every single review that you chose has some sort of like grammatical error that makes it comical. It is, either It's either a a grammar or a spelling or, you know, the the word plain, (laughs) Um, (laughs) you know, and that is just something that grinds my gears it makes it funny to read uh on the show but certainly like if i'm reading somebody's review and they cannot do like put it in an ai put just put it through an ai put it through chat gbt or whatever you got to put it through because they do a better job than the average person who writes reviews Mm. i mean if you want anyone to take your stuff seriously Either do a little proofreading yourself. It's okay, a little thing here or there. But either either do a little proofreading or just put it through an AI and ask mm-hmm. the AI to do it for you because mm-hmm. you know, you're know you not doing anyone any favors by posting a review with tons of errors in it. <laughs> Kevin, did you learn anything today? Uh, I definitely learned that, that Wincoop definitely pays their uh definitely pays people for stars uh on their reviews because 3.5 has got to be way 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 too high um <laughs> that was actually uh that was something i wanted to talk to you about yeah we'll catch up about it afterwards. yeah <laughs> that could be a half shot yeah um 
Well, I learned that um, from a manager's perspective, Kevin, that I'm, and it seems silly that I'm having to say this, but that you would prefer more detail on the criticism than you would on the positive, on the, ne- you know, more detail on the negative than the positive. And I understand that, but just how you presented it made me rethink. My people are doing a great job. Can't do anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> but it did. It just made me rethink and coming because I don't, I'm a server and a bartender. I don't look at reviews to respond to them. I don't look at reviews to say, how could I do better? Because if there's a review about me in a negative tone, I will flat out defend myself and tell you they were lying. Because nine times out of 10, I'm not rude. My service is on point. If it's not on point, I let my guests know. I'm so sorry, I'm the only server in this scene of the building. Um, So it was refreshing to have your perspective on it. Thank you. well, I'll tell you what, An angle too, I didn't look at. is coming off of that, a five-star review that says nothing yeah. is probably actually a oh, very but. genuine review because, well, think about it. How many reviews, how many times have we been told to go out and solicit reviews? And Wincoop is one of the places that does that, that tells their employees to solicit reviews. And we have been said, you know, like have them mention us by name and all that kind of stuff. So if people are actually out there mentioning us by name, it's probably a solicited review, but we get, you know, we get a nice little pat on the back from managers and whatnot. If, if, well, but you know, not you, Kevin, but that's the idea, right? A lot of places use that as an incentive for their Mm -hmm. employees. I know. So it's almost, it's almost more, more, accurate genuine beneficial to see just five stars and no words rather than five stars samantha and brad were great we just really loved everything about our experience there it was wonderful they deserve a raise right that's my that's favorite. a that's a solicited review yeah. Yeah. five stars raise. i always like it when people say that you deserve a raise i'm like yeah tip better <laughs> There's my raise. That's on you, buddy. <laughs> on you. Smile more. Oh. On that note, I'm going to say thank you very much for listening. We do really appreciate every single one of you. Please go ahead and leave us a review if you dare. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, maybe the Tiki Talkie. Definitely not the Twitter pitter. Ugh. X. Is that X. what it's called now? X. X. Yeah, X does not mark the spot for us. Have a phenomenal day. Please make sure to treat everybody, not just your servers and your bartenders and your hosts and your bussers. Treat everybody the way you want to be treated. If you want to be treated like you're a piece of shit human being, then there you go. (laughs) Amen. But if you want to be treated like you are somebody and you deserve respect, then treat other people that way. Have a great day, night, morning. And Kevin, thank you very much for being on with us. We do appreciate you kicking off the new year with us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We'll have you back. Awesome. Awesome. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Bye.